This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. It's uh, great to be coming uh, to you live from the Free FM studios for the first time in 2024. Now, you may now know by now that I love a bit of a tradition here on That's the Ticket. So I'm doing a bit of a repeat of last year and welcoming back friend of the show, Kirsty Dawson-Smith, for another New Year's special. Welcome back, mate. Kia ora, Hannah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, it's, it's great to have you here, I will say. And it's great to have you here live. Yeah, it's great to be back. I forgot, you know, what it <laughs> yeah. feels like to be live. And yeah. I'm still a bit nervous, I think. And, yeah. and you, you're letting everyone know? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just away trying from to be vulnerable. I'm trying to be real today. But you're most authentic self. Um, it's just me, you and a couple of listeners. Just It'll a be couple. Fine. Just a few people. Um, to anyone who's tuning back in after listening in 2023, thank you for coming back. It means um, the world to me and to Kirsty. And to those of you who are here just because Kirsty's here, I taught to that. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the promo I did for today's episode on the That's the Ticket Facebook page. Did you see it? I just saw that, yeah. <laughs> I saw it like 15 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're listening, you're like, that's the ticket has a Facebook page, give it a like. Um, but yeah, I, I just did a lovely piece about, you may recognise uh, Kirsty's voice from like, well, the three-year anniversary last year and just constantly <laughs> prior to that. Yeah, I counted how many times I've been on and I think this might be number Five? Wow. Mm. See, I, I thought about counting it, and then I'm like, that feels like too much effort. Yeah. <laughs> then I thought, I shouldn't say the number because the listeners might tune out. I'm like, oh, not this person again. No, but I feel like we always kind of shake it up. Yeah, we like to we like to keep it interesting. It, it gets a bit loose. That's, that's not me saying that I'm not prepared. No, I'm kidding, I'm <laughs> it kidding. It really turns into like a catch-up more than anything. Yeah, I know. It's like just before we went on air, I like looked at the clock and I was like, oh, bro, we got to remember we're going live in three minutes because I could just imagine Kirsty and I just having a chat and then forgetting to like go live and stuff. Or the microphone Being turns on. on and <laughs> and just talking. Us talking about TikTok. Yeah. Um, but before we get to TikTok, because I do actually have a question about TikTok, because, you know, it all comes back to the talk. But, um, you know, seeing as it's a New Year's special of sorts, I, I feel like I want to be a little bit cheesy and talk about 2023, last time, maybe last time. Um, but, like, highlights from the year? Ooh, highlights from the year. I celebrated another year of being fully employed, so... That's always a win. Yeah. It's Especially it's in the arts, mate. I know. So two full years um, self-employed and I went to quite a few concerts last year. That yeah. Was a, How many? Was a good time. I haven't counted. <laughs> I'd say maybe like five. I just remember you went to Post Malone twice, right? I did. In the same year? I did, yeah. That's one, one he was opening and the second one he was headlining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Opening for the Chilis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what else did I do this last year? I really 
went full out on my TV work, so doing yeah. stuff with Fakata Māori and Warner Bros Discovery, who own News Hub. Mm. A lot of news makeup last year and a lot of education. I did a lot of education, like became a student again, which was nice. Oh, yeah. And did an international wedding, which was fun. Okay, that's. I feel like that's a low-key flex, is it not? Mm, yeah. So you, you travelled? Yeah, it was for a, a family wedding, so we went over to the UK and I did did makeup over there. International makeup artist. I know. <laughs> Kirsty Dawson Smith. That now, yeah. That's Paula. Yeah. What about you? What's how was last year for you? I mean, I would say definitely celebrating three years of That's the Ticket was a highlight for That's the Ticket. Mm-hmm. Um what episode we're episode one hundred and sixty nine today. Wow, great number. I like great that. Great number. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I mean, I say it every year when usually I have you on for my <laughs> annual anniversary, but I'm just, I'm always stoked that the show is continuing to go and continuing to thrive. I got to meet so many new people last year through That's the Ticket. And I think because of that, I saw so many cool, um, shows and gigs and stuff that I wouldn't have necessarily gone to if I hadn't interviewed the guests. Yeah, like your aerial person. Yeah. Well, it's just, I, I've said this before, but it's like I, you know, I have people on the show and then by the end of the hour or half hour, or however long I have them on the show, I'm like, I feel like I'm part of this project. I feel like I'm a stakeholder. I feel like, you know, you, you, you get connected to it when you have a chat to people about things they like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh, and I guess other highlight, Florence and the Machine. Yeah, that's right. You went to that. Oh, that was mean. That was great. Um, may or may not have shed a tear. During Say My Name? Um, no, that's not the name no, of the song. Just... <laughs> What's the name of the song? Spectrum? Spectrum. Okay. Um, no, she didn't do that one. Oh. Did she? Missy. No, <laughs> Missy will know. Missy Call was there with Missy. me. Um, no, my thing at concerts, especially when I see artists who I love, is that I often just shed a tear when they come out. Right. Like when they enter the stage. Like my first ever concert, Stevie Nicks. She came onto the stage and I wept. Because you love Stevie Nicks. Yeah, and I just just couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh my God, it's Stevie Nicks. I'm here. This is amazing. Are you sure it wasn't because she put a... She put a spell on you. Uh, I mean, she did. Magically. Um, Confirmation, Justin, from friend of the show, Missy Mooney. um, (laughs) Florence did not do Spectrum. Oh, okay. Um, But she did some bangers. Um, it was the Dance Fever tour, so it was mostly songs from that album. Okay. Yeah, but she did do Shake It Out and she did um, Rabbit Heart, Raise It Up. Now I'm just like preaching to the Fleetwood Mac, oh, not Fleetwood Mac, Florence fans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but actually, now I asked the question, I've dug myself into a big old hole. I mean, I could go on for hours about music, but yeah, I guess those are those are my key highlights. Great. I love, I love how we both <laughs> said concerts. That's great. I mean, it all comes back to art, doesn't it? Oh, Mm. actually, and one last one is um, Stories and More, my mum's um, children's theatre company. Yes. So uh, my sister, Missy, and I went and watched the show. And this is the Magic Power Show. Yeah, Magic Power Mm -hmm. Show uh, last year. And it was the first time since um, Stories and More, like, was founded that Missy hasn't been in a show. Wow. that they've done and yeah. so it was it was really weird for her but it was really nice and like my niece and nephew were in the show and the yes. whole thing was just so cute yeah and I just yeah it was it was really nice to watch that with yeah with Missy with mum 
um, with my oldest brother and watch him watch his kids Mm -hmm. in the show. It was just, the whole thing was so cute. Can I add on to my highlight? Yeah, go for it. Um, I watched Moulin Rouge on the West End. (gasps) Yes, I remember this. Yeah, it was great. Loved it. And and you stayed up through jet lag for that. I was falling asleep by the end of it. <laughs> and I feel like partially you did it for me. Cause, um, <laughs> well, because I remember you messaging me. Yeah. Like yeah. at Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I probably would have sent you a photo of the yeah, stage. Yeah, you did. I loved it. It was great. Did you, mm. send, did you catch anything else on the West End when you were overseas? No, I was going to on my last day, but... I didn't in the end. I mean, oh, I ended up going to watch Mission Impossible at the cinema. I mean, I've heard it's quite good. If that was it worth? Uh, Film reviews with Kirstie Dawson Smith. Let's go. Um, yeah, I, I liked it because I'm a big action fan. You are a big action fan. I think like the more, the bigger the budget, the better. The more, you know. I watched um, Fast X the other day. Oh yeah. Have that, you seen all of them? Yes. Yeah. And I was going to say, when you're ready to have that conversation, we can talk about Saltburn, but off air. I haven't actually watched it yet. Oh. I've, it's on the list. Have mm. you, did you do Promising Young Woman? Another? Um, no, you were oh. you were telling me I had to watch it. That film's great. Is it's that by Kerry Mulligan. Yeah, 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 and it's the same writer and um, director oh, as Emerald so, Fennell. Yeah, Emerald Fennell. Uh, shout out if you're listening. Yeah, shout out if you're a fan of Call the Midwife, <laughs> then you'll know who she is. Shout out Jacob Lauder if you're listening. <laughs> Get all your celebrity shout-outs. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like we, we nailed the highlights and we got into some, some film chat. Yeah, we always do. We're the show. Um, but I guess, you know, now that we're in 2024, I, I want to talk about something that I don't know how public you are with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're public enough for me to see it, but obviously we're mates. But I want to talk about your mood boards. Oh, like my, my vision board. Yeah, yeah, your vision board. Yeah. Sorry, I could call it mood board because I like it's a life the mood term board. mood board. Yeah. But so, like, I want to talk about creative goals and intentions for 2024 because I feel like this time last year, last year when I had you on That's the Ticket, you were asking me those sort of questions. Mm, and so yeah. I'm putting it back on you. Okay. And because I, you know, I saw your vision board content and I'm just like, I want to ask you more about it because it's, it's a lot. Yeah, that was pretty um, bold of me to put it out there. Um, for those that don't know, I, I created a reel around um, making your you know vision board happen and just pasted a whole bunch of screenshots from what was on my vision board mood board. Um, but basically, I use, it, I use Pinterest as like a tool to create life mood boards and kind mm. of intentions for each year just to guide me, but also it shows where my priorities are for yeah. the year and what I want to happen. And I've been doing it for about, this is my fifth year doing it. And Holy. what's crazy is that. How much they change? Or how much happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like things, well, it doesn't, not all of it happens in the same year, but. If I were to look at my mood board from, say, 2020, I can be like, I'm living it. Yeah, yeah, Or, like, even 21, I'd be like, tick, tick, tick. You know? It's happening. So I think it's a great tool to help help you kind of set your thoughts for the year and what you want to happen. And you just have to think big. Like, it has to kind of scare you. You have to think that it's impossible. 
and then you're on the right track. Like you put it into different categories. Like all you need to do is just start with one thing like, what do I want to do more of this year? Oh, go to the beach. And you start just putting like yeah. beach photos on there or I want to go, you know, I want to go out and dine more at different restaurants and you start putting those images on and then it just flows from there. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like I've, I'm on the cusp of potentially thinking about doing something like that because mm-hmm. I think... I like how you use that double that double hesitation. <laughs> double hesitation, yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Act, I'm looking up when I started it. Um, I have a list. Um, it, I started in 2022, where I just do a list of the books I read. Nice. Because I mean, I feel like that's a classic one. But I mean, yeah. circling back to you know arts podcast. But like, I'm always like, I need to read more books. And mm-hmm. so 2022, I read one, two, three, four, five, six books. Mm-hmm. Last year I did 12. Wow, doubled. I was down to the wire. I realised that I was close and so like in the lead up to New Year's I was just smashing out um, To Kill a Mockingbird. Great Ooh, book. Great okay, book. Okay, okay. Um, and then, yeah, 2024 I'm on my second book. So I feel like really? that's okay. Yeah. What did you just finish? Um, I just finished Go See to Watchmen, which is the um, sequel to To Kill a Mockingbird that was oh. released like 40 years later or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's not as good as the original. Sorry, Happily. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. But, like, yeah. circling back to the, your vision boards, do they actually physically exist or are they virtual? I have both. Like, okay. I have... I have like a cork board in my yeah. I'm just trying to see my, how, how my much, little flat. How much craft is involved? Yeah, they that actually hasn't changed because it's still there and it's a nice mm. decoration to look at. And you know, when people come over and they see it, they're like, "Wow, that's really like." It's quite. They see what's on my brain essentially. Yeah. Um, but the virtual one is good because you can just update it yeah. when you like. I mean, I feel like this is a really good testament, and I mean, I say this about myself all the time, that I'm a non-creative creative person, whereas I think you're quite a creative person, but I feel like doing something like this is an avenue for everyone to be a little bit creative. Yeah. Because I, I feel like, like yes, it's goals or visions and stuff like that, but I, I feel like it's not just black and white stuff that you're putting on there. It's, yeah. it's not just tick box goals. Like some of them I imagine will inspire growth or change or as you say, like stepping out of your comfort zone, that sort of thing. Yeah, 100%. I think it's like we can look at the same image but we will perceive it differently mm. and doesn't have to there doesn't have to be a lot of creativity with creating one because the images already exist. You're just yeah, yeah, yeah. saving things that are online. But we can look at one image and all I see is you can just see, oh, Kirsty wants to have coffee. But I look at it and I see, I want to have coffee any day of the week because I don't have to be in the office on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. You know what I mean? That's, like, a, that's a good goal. So that's like, a mood. <laughs> we look at it and... I guess that's the mood. Like yeah, it what, inspires. Yeah, what emotions and what the essence of this image, really. So I can put some pictures of, like, like a someone getting a facial because I, I would love, like, to do more self-care this year. Mm. Things like that. I was going to say, uh, for a second, I immediately was like, oh, are you, are you, like, I don't know if you're already qualified for, like, facials. Do you give no, facials? No, but I am I feel qualified. like you do a good job. <laughs> I, I am qualified um, as a massage therapist, if you didn't know. I do know. Yeah, and I a barista. Know. 
Yeah, I was going to talk about how you actually make a good, pretty good coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't had one for a bit. But no, but like, you've had my hot chockies. I have had your hot chockies and yeah. they were yummy. And a mocha. Have you had a mocha? I think so. It was ages ago. Yeah, it was it like was. over a year ago. Yeah. We when, should just go use the machine again. Just yeah, let's get in practice. Yeah. Um, we recently got a um, coffee machine in my house. Nespresso or like like I'm miming the like yeah, you yeah, froth the, the milk and stuff like yeah you, you grind the yeah, beans yeah, yeah. and you tamp it and whatnot yeah yeah, yeah. I am yet to actually um, fully make my own coffee but the time will come but you're not a coffee person are you no I am now oh, oh wow. yeah new leaf yeah new you <laughs> new me new year no I've I, I've been uh, on the coffees like I think it was last year where I got into like one a day <gasps> yeah I know. Are you, it used to just be on flatty? Tuesdays. Are you flat? Um, nah, oh, nah, I do like a, what do I do? Um, sometimes I'll do a panic cappuccino. What's that? It's where I forget what my coffee order is, so I just ask for a cappuccino. Oh, okay. Um, but I do like a little latte, a little hazelnut latte. Is this when you're making one or when you buy one? Oh, when I buy one. If I make mm. one, it's a flat white because... Like, that's basic. That's, I think, all I can do. Um, I have had my Missy, who I live with, has made me a latte on the machine and it was yummy. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Just oh. straight cow's milk? Um, yeah, we have got some oat milk on the go that we're going to test out. Right. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but also my favourite thing, and I don't know if this is confession or not, but like uh, over the holiday period, if there was leftover like whipped cream, you make a black coffee and you just put a spoonful of that I in love it, that. and it's a huge mood. Oh, and Missy has just confirmed that she's made me a cappuccino as well. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Credit where credit's due. She's very good. She's very nice to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but actually, I'm gonna um, take a step back and um, highlight someone else who is very nice to me. Yes, and that's Uncle Rick. Hi, Rick. Hi, Uncle Rick. Because <laughs> um. We're absolutely flying through, and mm-hmm. I'm like, if I'm going to play one song, it has to be this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like this might be your vibe, but um, Kirsty, you're well familiar with Rick's pick. Absolutely. But uh, to my lovely listeners, if you're like, what is Rick's pick? Basically, I have an Uncle Rick, um, and he's a great uncle, great listener of music and radio. That's the ticket's biggest fan. And uh, when I started the show um, three and a bit years ago, uh, he's like, okay, I'll give you a list of songs and every week you can play a song from the list and it'll be Rick's pick. And um, now we're like three lists deep. And today I try and go on theme and <laughs> I guess the theme of today was Kirsty because I just picked an Everly Brothers track. And okay. the reason why is because it wasn't the one year anniversary. I think maybe it was the episode, the start of the year. You bought an Everly Brothers song onto the show. That's my really loose link. What did I bring? I can't remember what it was. Um, but so I've just picked an Everly Brothers song from the Rick's Picks list. Okay. It's okay. called All I Have to Do Is Dream because I feel like we're talking about vision boards, we're talking about dreams, we're talking about goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you put so much thought into this. I love this. It's, it's too much. But um, anyway, Uncle Rick, here is the first Rick's Pick for 2024. Dream, 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 when I want you, in my arms when I want you, and all your charms whenever I want you, all I have to do is dream. Night and I need 
pick for 2024 um all i have to do is dream by the everly brothers um picked because i'm talking about dreams goals mood boards uh, visions uh with friend of the show kirstie dawson smith hello um so i want to get back into uh the vision board chat um just because you know we kind of in true us fashion True me fashion. I've been going all over the show <laughs> in this interview. I hope you're enjoying it. I love it. But um, just last thing on your vision boards. So, you know, you've touched on how you are self-employed. You're running your own business. Is your vision, like, do you do separate one for work, separate one for life, or do they interlink? Like, how does that work? I have a... I have so many. I have, like, a... <laughs> A career vision board, so like mm. a long term one, um, and that's like it's those big crazy goals and dreams yeah. that was uh, your dream, <laughs> like you wouldn't even think was like possible. What like doing makeup at the Golden Globes or something? Exactly, <laughs> like. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Getting flown out to LA and doing Margot Robbie's makeup kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, so those are like big, big career visions. And then my yearly ones are kind of what I want more of each year. So, okay. you know, I want more time with friends or I'd like to go on holiday again. Like, you know, I'd like to go this place. I'd like to go there. I'd like or, to go on that's the ticket for the yep. 600th time. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to, yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. I'd like to learn how to do this. So, like, I, you mentioned Pinterest earlier, mm-hmm. and it's just occurring to me, maybe because this is the first time I've thought about it, and it makes a lot of sense, but, like, as a professional makeup artist, is your Pinterest game just, like, insane? I have so many boards. Like, is it just... And for those listening at home, Pinterest, it's basically an app. It's an online portal where you can pin stuff that you are interested in. And everyone can post stuff like post different makeup looks or, um, I don't know, gear or everything. everything. And then you can make a little collection so you can look at all the stuff that you've seen. It's like a virtual mood board. So a lot of brides will create one yeah. for their wedding day. So... It's probably quite key to your your mahi. Well, just because my work is so visual, but yeah, I categorise it. So, like, I have maybe, like, a, 
a TV style makeup board mm. or I have a makeup for deeper skin board, a wedding makeup, a red carpet makeup board, a ball prom makeup it board. It just feels like there's almost too much inspo, but I imagine it's probably quite helpful. It just kind of creates... It, when you've got someone who doesn't know how to describe something... You can share them some pictures, uh, yep. and they can okay. it just—it's like a visual menu. They like, oh, I like that, but I don't like that, you know. So they can pick out images, but I've got it for like different things, places I want to visit, yeah, meals I want to cook, <sighs> uh, drink. Like, do you have a coffee board? No, I do have like a maybe like an arts and craft board. Like things I, I want to try. I feel like latte art is potentially your next era. Oh, I can see you being good at because, like, you're already quite good at like. I don't want to say I want to say fiddly, but not in like a negative way. But no, like you know, because you're good with like, like you do people's faces, no, like fine details. Fine details is what I was trying to say. Mm. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Think about it. Okay. But I mean, this is a nice segue into uh, something else I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. And because I mean, I feel like we always talk about your work because you know you work in creative industry and it's very. I find it quite interesting. Don't get a lot of you on that's the ticket. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, like, because I've been talking about Pinterest, now I want to segue into uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Well, because, you know, I imagine it's it's huge in your in your industry. I mean, even I get, I get makeup videos left, right and centre on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, TikTok is... TikTok's massive, and I think there's so much consumption and production on... TikTok and mm. I think we we first mentioned TikTok on this show like this time last year like but even before then I think maybe I think you the were, middle of I think at the second year episode yeah because I think you were already on that buzz I wasn't quite there yet I think I'd maybe log on like once every week or something and yeah. we, we, we joked about it I was like Hannah when are you going to get a TikTok yeah but we've fallen into that trap now but I, I feel like, I mean, you don't necessarily have to answer answer this, but it's like to the point where like, you know, as a makeup artist, you can get clients through TikTok. And in, in theory, like people will see you and the mahi you do and what you do and it can lead to them, you know, wanting to book you potentially. Yeah. Like depending on which side of, because the way the algorithm works, like at one point in time I was in a very producty TikTok zone. Oh, okay. And so I was just getting like ads for stuff. Yep. Which is how I ended up getting a um, a drink bottle that <laughs> like makes you drink every hour. Because I yeah. saw it so many times and I was just like, I'm just going to see how much this mm-hmm. is and then that's how it happens. Yeah. I mean, that can be said for all social media platforms. Like they are a marketing tool, but what is being pushed and created on each platform looks different and speaks to a different audience, but mm. they all kind of serve the same yeah. goal and purpose. That the, They're all getting, like, viewed and engaged with. Yeah, like, same can be said for our favourite LinkedIn, <laughs> you know? At the end of the day, the people on LinkedIn are trying to sell their service or yeah. be seen as a thought leader. And same with um, Instagram, Mm. They're trying to sell their service or look like a thought leader. And TikTok, 
trendsetter. Trendsetter, entertainer. The list is never ending. And I mean, part of the reason why I wanted to talk about TikTok is because mm-hmm. you've upped your content game. No, I'm just trying to be silly. Don't. <laughs> okay. You really don't want me to talk no, about it? No, you can talk about it. You can talk about it. <laughs> no, I just want to ask because, like, and I think I've asked other kind of TikTok-ish people who have had on that's the ticket. Mm-hmm. But, like, whenever I see people make content, I'm always like, one, how long did that actually take to make? Because, like, there's effort, you know? Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, it's, it's you know... It makes sense for you and where, where you are with your job and your life and stuff. It, it feels very on brand. But, like, you know, I'm glad that you do it because I enjoy watching your TikToks. gives me insight into your life mm-hmm. and what you do. But, like, how do you find creating the content? It does get tricky sometimes, especially when you see... Quite often when you start to notice a trend, it's too late. Yeah. Because I'm on the older end of TikTok, right? Like, the TikTok generation are very young, and by the time I start to say, oh, this looks yeah, like what's happening, they're on to the next thing. Yeah. And rather than try keep up, I just try think, you know, what, what can I do and what's my point of difference and what can I, what am I comfortable doing? Because... Yeah. You're not going to catch me doing little <laughs> dances. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but your day in the life, yes. Exactly. Okay, yeah, that, that's manageable for me. And I think, like, that's that's in my area. I mean, We're, it's, yeah. like, right up my street because it's, like, that's the ticket. I spend every week talking to artists or people in the industry about getting the behind the scenes and you're there posting you know, you're behind the scenes. Mm. And that's just, you know, obviously I'm an incredibly biased audience, but, like, I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. because even when I think about myself as a consumer of TikTok, the things that I like to watch, they're so mundane. <laughs> it's like, watch me restock my fridge. Oh, that seems so on brand for you. Or, like, um... What else is there? Like stuff cleaning. Getting... Oh, when people clean their apartments, oh, okay. I watch that. See, my my side of TikTok is, has a bit more zazz. Mm. There's a bit more like <laughs> Mamma Mia content. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I mm. had for a bit like stuff getting crushed. <gasps> yeah, or like the glass bottles rolling down the stairs. Oh, I was never into that. It was oh. too loud. Oh, okay. But you, I, you I don't want one of you. <laughs> You don't want to know what's on my For You page right now. It has to be off here because it's, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, we'll talk about it off here. That's, yeah. that's, that's cool. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess, you know, rounding out the social media chat, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the millionth time, like, it's a big part of your industry. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have any uh, advice or tips for makeup artists, aspiring makeup artists on how to use social media? I think I, I want to say this as like a general. Yeah, yeah, keep it any, broad. Yeah, um, the I guess think about each platform and who is on there and what you're trying to say to mm. them and whether it's what style of content. If it's like a long form content, like you know a YouTube video, a podcast, something mm. you're able to go in depth on, or if it's a short form, you can have those five-second reels or what's popular at the moment is, like, 
the loops and everything is like read the caption you know like yeah. all the information is in the caption or you've got those carousels those scrolling pictures that are very popular at the moment too and think about what purpose like what outcome you want from that content and what emotions you want to stir from that do you want someone to be like wow I can see myself doing that or I want to be more like her or I really want this service I want to buy this thing from this person or you know I like yeah just whatever action or emotion you want from each person and content can be influential or educational or just entertaining I feel like that's very good advice and I feel like um, to all my kind of creative listeners, my producers, my mates of friends of the show who are out there going to set on putting on shows or gigs or something, that advice carries. Yeah. That tracks. I mean, what would you say? Because as a marketer <laughs> yourself... Yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm thinking for the arts, um, then I would say do it. Yeah. Because that, that's the thing. I mean, you can probably relate to this... Um, you know, because even when I was talking about you posting on TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok, yeah. um, your immediate was like, "Oh, cringe! Don't talk about it." Because mm-hmm. that's the thing; it, it's so weird. We're out there creating stuff that we want people to come and see or view, wherever it may be. We're writing books, and we want people to read them. But the last thing we want to do is go up to someone and be like, "Hey, I wrote a book. I think you should read it," or like post about it through our own channels. Yeah. So, we yeah. want it to happen organically without telling yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want your show to sell out, but you don't want anyone to know that you're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, until it, it becomes sold out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird loop, hey? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's my advice. Yeah, and I think to add on, it's just to let go of perfection. I think that stops a lot of people from yeah. putting stuff out there in the world, that they're waiting for it to be perfect, but it'll never be perfect. Yeah, there's no such thing as a perfect thing. There's a finished. Oh, there's no such thing as a finished thing. But no, I've stuffed it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to play a song. Yeah. Um, I've picked this one because I feel like it's a vibe. And also I signposted it earlier with a little Easter egg because I talked about ABBA. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is actually a remix of an ABBA song. So it's the song Gimme, 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 but it's the Sergeant Slick remix. Mm, is this a TikTok song? Um, nah, it was actually, uh, I found it courtesy of a workmate. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a vibe. It's on my rum playlist. Oh, it's yeah. It's very like, it's, it's up there, but like, I feel like listening to ABBA once a month is good for the soul. <laughs> and this could be potentially some listeners first time listening to ABBA for the year. <laughs> yeah. Am, yeah. What is it mine? It I might think, be. It might be mine. It's not mine, but like, you know, we'll get close. But uh, anyway, gimme, gimme, gimme.
How good was that, though? That was a vibe. Well, I mean, you're not actually going to say actually I didn't quite enjoy that. <laughs> no, but I really felt like I was in the club. Yeah, I mean, I, I do just like to bring the energy on a, on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Which is why I think this works, because I feel like I'm a bit, like, I'm miming up here. <laughs> like, I'm a bit extra, and I feel like you bring me down to earth. So you're saying you're exciting and I'm boring? No, I'm saying that you, you're, you're <laughs> calm, you have actual fact, and, like, actual, like... But you bring the vibes, Hannah. You always, yeah. you know, you've got the energy. We, we make it work. Yeah, <laughs> we have <yeah>. fun. <laughs> but um, I guess, like, in true me fashion, you know, we're talking about the new year. Mm-hmm. Have you got any projects coming up that you want to talk about that you can talk about? It's okay yeah. if you don't. I mean, it's not really makeup related, but um, I'm, I'm um, putting out, like, a... A coaching program to be, oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm taking on one-on-one clients to basically the gist of it is like to quit a job that you hate. Yeah, okay. Um, it's aimed at people who want to, who are kind of feeling unsettled in their job and want to mm. leave, but they feel a bit stuck, and people who want a little bit different. And for me, like using my experience as a way to help people that, you know, what you've always known isn't always, isn't what's possible. Like there's more outside to things that you've... Well, I mean, you known. have an incredible origin story. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like kind Wolverine, of... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna, now I'm going to tell you an origin story <laughs> and you can then go after me okay. and pick up the pieces. Because <laughs> okay. you know... The origin story from when I was 13. Yeah, I'm just going to go from from the career, you becoming a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. So you were working in a very, like, polar opposite, like, corporate job. Mm-hmm. And then you one day just decided you're like, I want to go to the makeup school, move to Auckland, like, do all of that. You did that. You finished top of your class at the makeup school. Is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, am I making it up? No, no, Um, I'm surprised you remember. Yeah, you finished top of your class. Um, You did some mahi on, um, was it Shortland Street? No, I didn't end up doing that. Yeah, COVID got in the way. Okay. Um, Yeah, but you you left that and then, I mean, you've been, yeah, doing the news, doing weddings, doing everything in between. I'm trying to remember, you went on tour with the show and I can't remember the name of the show. TV oh, lucky show. dip, lucky dip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you chucked in some theatre as well. Yeah, you, you did yeah. a did a Frozen and a Shrek gig in, yeah, in yeah. there. Throw that in the mix. Yeah. yeah. Did I get it right? You did. You did <laughs> get it right. Um, yeah. So it was just to carry on from what you were saying in it. Like yeah. I was in a yeah in a corporate role. I did event and marketing management and. Yeah, I'd, I'd had to relay all of this this morning to my um, business coach, but it was it was a natural progression for me to like leave, and it was like I at, funnily enough the time that I left, I actually loved it. I yeah. loved when I decided I was gonna become a makeup artist. That was like when I loved my job. Yeah. And since then, it was, it kind of like unlocked this, I don't know, Pandora's box. It's like, hang on, anything I want is possible. Like anything yeah. I want, I can have. And not to get all like 
woo-woo on you here, but, like, it's crazy how the things that, you know, the things that someone can achieve, like, outside of what they've always well, believed was possible. Like, I thought my life success was a corporate job, you know, jumping up the ladder, um, having, like, you know, you get the degree, you get the job, you get the boyfriend, you get the dog, you get the ring, you get the house, you get the babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, to me, was, like, picture perfect. Yeah. But once, like, that I broke that, it was like, hang on. Yeah. What is there? You're like, give me some late nights in dark rooms. <laughs> give me that's the ticket on a Tuesday afternoon. Let's go. Yeah. But, I mean, I... I, I don't know. It's just so cool. Because I, I remember, you know, when when you told me, and this has probably come up on That's the Ticket so mm. many times, because I remember you being like, oh, I think I want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I, I always try and take credit for your part of your creative development as a yeah. person. You know, because you'd come to shows that I was involved in or we'd go to stuff together. Yeah. And I just, I remember when you told me it, it was happening and, like, when you got into the makeup school and I was like, Yes, mm. this is it. Like, and it's it's just so good. Well, the main thing it was it was hard to shut out the noise from other people. Like, other what other people want for you, yeah, isn't what's best for you. Yeah, and and I just I just feel like everything you've been saying it's so relevant to. <laughs> And I know I keep talking about the creative industry, but, you know, that's the ticket. But, like, it's 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 advice that people I've had on the show have either given something similar or could do with. Mm-hmm. You know, everything you're saying about, like, block out other people, it's not the cookie-cutter approach, but it, uh, it will unlock your potential mm-hmm. and your happiness. And I just, I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, the people I come across and people who are either unhappy with where they are in life and they think, oh, I just, there's no, there's no other way. And truthfully, how many people yesterday would have gone, oh, I have to go back to work. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to, like, I I don't want to be that person, but also I want to help people not be that person. Yeah. 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 Well, and, you know, get a job you love and you never work a day in your life, right, Kirsty? True, but also, like, <laughs> Like what else is there that that can drive you outside of yeah. outside of work? And being an artist doesn't mean you have to be. It's, n- it's there's no starving artist trope anymore. Yeah. Like I'm. I was able to over double my corporate income as an artist, which is you know we're not we're not starving artists anymore. And you are like oh, I want people to know that you can quit your job, follow your dreams, and still. Yeah, make money and still have the things that you want. It's a journey, but you can get there. And um, Kirsty Dawson Smith can help you get there. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> but um, no, it's it, it's a thing. And um, you know, if you want to help the um, artists out there, go support your mates. Mm-hmm. Buy tickets to their shows. Like yeah. engage in their work. Yeah. Like look at their art. Buy their art. Like, you know, there's all kind of things. Yeah, and there are ways you can support people without spending money. Like yes. time. Share. Talk about it. Yeah. You know? Repost. Yeah. Retweet. Hashtag. Make a make a, a TikTok reel using their audio. <laughs> you know? All yeah. those things. Gosh, this episode's been a journey. <laughs> <laughs> I always... My aim on this show is to make you emotional, Hannah. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like I may have got Terry on That's the Ticket when you've been on here before. Yeah, I think definitely the last, maybe the last oh, one. Oh, the three-year, yeah, I did. And I got even the two-year, I think. I think two-year was when, like, we unlocked the, <laughs> the waterworks, like, almost. Yeah. Um, I'm going to step away from the waterworks, mm-hmm. purely because time is absolutely Ooh. honing away. We're almost done. So I've got, I've got another segment to squeeze in which is upcoming events, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, because go to events, guys. But uh, in no particular order, uh, Hamilton Musical Theatre have their annual junior show on at Riverley Theatre. Into the Woods Junior will be running the 16th to the 20th of January with a mixture of daytime and evening shows. More info on tickets can be found at iticket.co.nz. And on the topic of Hamilton Musical Theatre, auditions for Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber Fleet Street, are coming up uh, 9th to 11th of February. More info can be found at hamiltonmusicaltheatre.com. You're a Sweeney Todd fan, aren't you? No, but I am a a uh, film adaptation of musicals fan. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I I bring that up because Kirstie just gave me a look when I dropped that one. (laughs) My knowledge of musical theatre comes from the movie version. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll have to go. We have to go see it. Yeah, yeah, and I'll be looking at the makeup. <laughs> yeah, I actually had um, uh, Katie Smith. Oh yeah. No, not Katie Smith. Katie Woodcock. Sorry, yes, Katie. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, on the show. Did you talk about theatre makeup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I need to go. To, I need to listen to the episode. I had her on for Halloween because she's Hamilton did, Queen of Halloween. Did she come dressed up? She did. As what? Um, just in no, nah, just in Halloween garb but um, then yeah i need to show you a photo of my halloween look okay i'm just gonna get through the rest of the yeah, upcoming um okay elsewhere in kirikirua uh farinui harikoa is open at waikato museum and is free to go and see until march 2024 you should go check it out while you're in the tron if you're able to basically um these artists crocheted an entire fari wow. it's it's mean it's it's so beautiful. Um, and then uh, last but not least, Hamilton Arts Festival Toyoraki Kirikiriro is set to run throughout the city from the 23rd of February to the 3rd of March. And the full program and tickets can be found at hamiltonmusicaltheatre.co.nz. Oh. Boom. Right. What are you, what are you excited for, Hannah, this year with the arts and that's the ticket? Oh, What's happening for you? Um, I'm really looking forward to Hamilton Arts Festival. I was lucky enough to catch up uh, with... Nick Walsh from the festival um, at the end of 2023 to get insight. There's some main gigs on at that one. Um, Bick Rung is playing. Um, Nick Kyle's on at the Meteor doing like a cabaret show. Um, they've got some film in there. Uh, some comedies as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, they've got Giggles in the Garden. Old mate Di Henwood's coming down. I keep seeing um, ads for that pop-up. Yeah, yeah. There's there's something for everyone, guys. So um, give it a give it a look. But, um, Kirsty, I've got one last question for you. Yeah. And this segment did not exist when I last had you on That's the Ticket. Mm. But because um, we've spent the almost hour with me getting the tea here on TTT mm-hmm. from you, I uh, just want to ask you, how do you take your tea if you're having a cup of tea? Oh, okay. I am quite specific with my tea. You it, have that energy. It has to be hot. I won't drink warm tea. Mm. Um, but it's just a, I like just a classic black tea, but like Yorkshire tea. Yeah, yeah, you have that energy. Yeah, Yorkshire tea bag with like mostly hot water, tiny splash of milk. Okay. That's how, that's how I like my tea. And no, no sugar. Nah, no sugar. How about you? 
Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a little bit of shog, dash of milk, um, Delma tea bags. Ideally. Tea bag in or tea bag out? Um, bag in if I'm at work because we got the zip thing and I I can't be bothered waiting in the kitchenette for three minutes before I can take my tea bag out. But uh, at home I do the three minutes drawing yeah. time. Do you squeeze the bag? Oh, do I squeeze that bag? Teaspoon mm, against the side yeah. of the mug, mate. Only way. Okay, okay. I also love a teapot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you're making a teapot, you always do one bag for each person who's drinking tea and then an one extra tea pot. bag for the pot. Yes. How often do you do a pot? Um, usually I do it around Easter because like a couple Easter's ago, my mum gave me a, a yellow teapot for Easter and then it gets On to brand. Easter and I'm like, I need to use the teapot, but it only makes about two, three cups. Yeah. But that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. It's a vibe, but maybe tomorrow I'll do a pot. Do you have a matching teacup to go with it? Um, nah, I have to, I do a mug of tea because teacups, the volumes, it's not big enough. No. You know, I need like a litre of tea to start the day. And, and I find it gets, um, cold quite quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah, or I just down it in two gulps. Yeah. Um, do we have time for me to ask you a question? Um, yeah, one. Okay. Um, high tea. Okay. Are you a fan of high tea? Um, yes and no. doesn't say what's like, what's your fave? Battenberg. Hors d'oeuvre on high tea. Really? <laughs> Battenberg, yeah. Really? Yeah, marzipan. Give me a bit of marzipan and sponge and I'm away. No way. The little, the little checkered cake. Yeah. Wow. And that's uh, so nice. savoury, it's got to be a sausage roll or um, egg sandwich. Wow. Okay. You didn't even finish the question and I had the no, answer. No, you knew what I was thinking. What's your fave? Um, I do love an opera cake. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Cucumber sandwich? No, no, I'm not a sandwich person. Oh, um, yeah. I don't mind like a little little cheesy volumont, like a, you know, or... Oh, yeah. I don't know, like a... I do... Oh, I can't think of a savoury. <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll leave you with your opera cake and I'll yeah. um, leave you. I'm going to play you out with a song that's inspired by your hair, which no one can see. <laughs> um, but it's a song by Dua Lipa from uh, the award-winning Barbie. Um, but, yeah, thanks for uh, joining me. Thanks for having me back. I'll see you on the fourth birthday, eh? Yes, can't believe it. All right, see you later, listeners. I'll be back next Tuesday. Until then, matewa. Bye.
more episodes of this Community Access Radio show, please visit freefm.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast possible by funding the Access Internet Radio Project.